The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. The Gemara Ta'anit, Daf Chav Dalid. Today's Daf is being studied. Le'ilu Nishmat, Rabbenu Yitzhak, Abu Hasera, Zechir, Sadiq, Vekadosh, Levracha. That we are saying the Shi'ur this morning, just a few feet away from the cavern of the Sadiq. Zechuto Yagen Alenu, Ve'al Kol Am Yisrael, Ubefrat, Lilomde Adaf. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Adun Ishmat Avraham ben Esther. Ruh Hashem Tenehenu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for us. Shema Eliyahu Chayim ben Shafia Sofia. Elna Refanado betoch Shar Chodah Amo Yisrael. Amen. We begin today's daf on Chav Gimel Amud Sheni, right on the bottom line. And the Gemara begins. Rabbi Yosef bar Abin Haba Shachiyah Kamed Rabbi Yosef demin Yokrat. Rabbi Yosef bar Abin he used to study Torah. By a rabbi called Rabbi Yosef the Minyokrat Shavke. However, he left him. He left Rabbi Yosef and he came to study Torah in front of Rabbi Ashe. One day, Rabbi Ashe heard Rabbi Yosef, or some have a different gersa. Some say that Rabbi Yosef but Abin heard Rabbi Ashe. Either way, Yomahad Shamae will follow Rashi's first interpretation. Look at Rashi on the top. Yomahad Shamae Rabbi Ashe, Rabbi Yosef, but Abin. That said what? The Kagaris, he said, Amar Shemuel. He said, Halakha from Shemuel. Hasholet dag min hayam b'shabbat. If a person takes a fish out of the water on Shabbat, kevan sh'yibesh bo kasela hayav. Once the fish already becomes dry, the shi'ur of a sela. Sela is a coin. Once the, and the fish has a dry spot on it, even though it's still shaking. Look at the second line in Nashi. Even though the fish itself is still moving. And even though it's still shaking, the fish, when you took it out of the water, you threw it back in the water. This is considered because as if you killed the fish. This is considered shuhet. So again, he said, "Alakad the name of Shemuel, Asholei Dag Menayam Beshabbat Kevan Shia Beshpo Kesela." Once already, it has a dry spot on the fish, even the size of a sela. Hayav Mishum Netilat Neshama. So Amar Le. So now, Rav Ashe tells Rabbi Yosef, "Velem Amor, you should say Uben Snapirav." That the only time that we consider the dry spot on the fish as if it's going to cause the fish to die, that's only ben snapira, between its fins, because that's where the fish breathes. And therefore, if there's a dry spot on the fish, the size of a sailor, ben snapira, then already, even though the, the fish is still alive technically, because it's still moving, so he tells him back, Rabbi Yosef tells the Vashe, Velo Sabal Lemor, Dahi Rabbi Yosef, Ben Rabbi Avin Amra. He says, What do you mean? Don't you hold that that statement was made by Rabbi Yosef, Ben Rabbi Avin? Amra, Amra Leh, so he tells the back, Ananiyu. He says, Amra Bi Yosef Rabbi Abin. He says, That's me. Amra Leh, Velav Kamed Rabbi Yosef, the Minyukrata Vashachiyah. So he told him, What are you talking about? He says, I thought you used to learn by Rabbi Yosef, the Minyukrat. 
Why did you Why did you come to learn over here now? I thought you were learning by a different rabbi. Amarle Shaki Amar Amarle told him. He he told him yes. I used to learn by him. Amarle Umayta Amashavkemor Beataka. So what's the reason why you left him and you came to learn over here? Amarle Gavra the Albere the Albertello Has Alai Didi Hechi Hayis. A rabbi that doesn't have mercy on his own son and his own daughter, is he going to have mercy on me? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Where do you see that the Biyosid, the Minyukad, did not have mercy on his own children? So the Gemara says, Bere Mai, what's the story of his son? One day, the Biyosid, the Minyukad, he hired workers to work for him in the Midbar, doing uh, work. Nagalehu, he was late, he forgot to bring his workers bread. He has to feed the workers. He was late with the bread. So they told Rabbi Yosidim and Yukrat's son, we're hungry. We're hungry. We didn't get anything to eat yet. They were sitting under a fig tree. So the rabbi's son said, Fig tree, fig tree, bring out your fruits so the workers of my father will be able to eat. Afika, and all of a sudden the tree miraculously started to produce figs. And they started to eat. In the interim, Ata Abu, the Biosidim and Yukrat came. Amar Lehu, Lo Tinketu Bedataihu, do not think in your minds. The fact that I came late. The Naghana a mitzvah tarachna. I was doing a mitzvah. The Adashta who the Sagaya and it took me this long, which means I was delayed until now. Amru so they told them Rahamana Lisbeach. The the workers told the Biosidim in Nukrat, God should give you satiation, God should fill you, Kiehi the Asbean Berach. Just like your son has satiated us and given us food. Amar Lehu Mehecha from where? Where did he get food from? Amru They told him the story. He went to the fig tree, he blessed it, Teena Teena. Amar Lo so the father got angry at his son. Beni, You inconvenienced the Kadosh Baruch Hu to bring the dates out of the tree before its time. God should take you also ahead of your time. And therefore his son died. So therefore the Biyosef said, I, can, I cannot learn by this rabbi. <coughs> this is a rabbi, he doesn't have mercy on his own child. He's going to have mercy on me? Now he also has a story with his daughter. Bartemai, what's the story with the Biyosef, the Minyukrat's daughter? Mahi, Havyale Bartabaalat Yofi. The Biyosef, the Minyukrat had a daughter that was very beautiful. Yomahad, one day, Hazyalahu Gabra, he saw a certain man, he was making a hole in the fence. It seems the rabbi's daughter was behind the fence. 
And this man over here wanted to look at the beautiful daughter. So he made a hole in the fence. And he was looking at her. So the rabbi said, what are you doing? If I don't have the zikhut to marry her, to take her, at least I shouldn't have the zikhut to look at her. So the rabbi told his daughter, Biti. You are causing tsa'ar, you are causing agony to the people. Which means they want to look at your beauty. They want to marry you and they can't obviously. So therefore since you're a stumbling block, you're causing the people to make an avera. Because they want to look at your beauty. So he told her, go back to the dust. Which means he told her she has to die. So no human being will have a stumbling block. So again, <coughs> you see over here that the rabbi did not have mercy on his own children. So the Biyo says, how can I learn by this rabbi? If he doesn't have mercy on his own son and daughter, he's going to have mercy on me? Comes again, but I continues, The rabbi, the Biyo said, he had a donkey. And he would rent it out to people every day. In the evening, They would give the payment for the rental, they would put it on the back of the donkey. And the donkey would walk back to the rabbi with the payment on it. And if they put more money on the donkeys, or they put less money on the donkeys, they didn't pay enough, the donkey would wouldn't move. I mean, the donkey would not move until the right payment was put on the back. Yomahad, one day, in the people that rented the donkey, they forgot a pair of shoes on the donkey's back. And the donkey would not move. Until they took it away. And only then did the donkey move. Now the Gemara tells a story about a very generous person. The Gemara says, Al-Azar Ishbirta. There was a rabbi called Al-Azar Ishbirta. Kadhavu when the charity collectors used to see this Al-Azar Ishbirta, Havu Tashumine, they would run away from him. Now why would the charity collectors run away from somebody? Because he was a very generous man. Whatever he would have in his pockets, he would give to the charity collectors. So the charity collectors felt embarrassed. Whatever we get, whatever we go, he gives us everything. So they felt embarrassed seeing him. So they would run away. One day, Al-Azhar Ishbirta went to the marketplace in order to buy a dowry for his daughter. His daughter was getting married, so he's going to buy a dowry. Hazihu so the charity collectors, they saw him. So they ran away from him. So he ran and chased them. I'm making you swear. What are you collecting for? We're collecting for an orphan boy and a girl to get them married. He says, I swear. 
they come before my own daughter. Shakal kol He took everything that he had in his pockets. And he gave it to them. Pashle All he had left in his pocket is one zuz. Which means he gave them everything that they needed. However, one zuz he had left over. So what did he do? He went to the market and the Gemara says, Zavan be hite. He bought some wheat with it. How much wheat could you buy for a zoos? Ve'asik, and he went, he came back. Shadya be'akalba. And he put it in the closet. Which is when he got home, he threw the wheat, the little bag of wheat into the closet. Atay debitu. So his wife came home. Amra la libarte. So she tells the daughter. My aiti abuch. What did your father bring home? Where's all the, the dowry? What did he buy? Amra la kolmad de'ayte be'akalba shadite. Whatever he bought, he threw it into the closet. Into the pantry. So they went to open up the door of the pantry of the closet. And they saw a miracle. The whole pantry, the whole closet was filled with wheat. And it was busting out, coming out from underneath the threshold of the door by the hinges. They couldn't even open the door because it was jamming the hinges up. There was such a bad so his daughter ran to the Beit Midrash Go look at what God who loves you Look what he did for you, he made a miracle So he tells her He said, no, we cannot benefit from this This food over here is considered Hegdesh You can only use Whatever the shi'ud of the aniyim is, which means this is ma'asim yisim, this is miracles. We don't want to benefit from miracles. And therefore, you cannot have any hana'ah from it, only as the poor people in, in, in Israel. And therefore, he did not want to benefit again because it was ma'asim yisim. Now she says, Mishum de ma'asim yisimu, vasul adam la'anot de ma'asim yisim. Like we learned above, because if you benefit from ma'asim yisim, from miracles, they take away from your zakuyot. Kamsa Gabran continues, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yehuda was the president of Klai Yisrael. He was the son of Rabban Gamliel Bar Rabbi. Gazar Ta'anita. So he declared a fast. So he prayed to Kadosh Baruch Hu. It didn't rain. Amar. Look at the difference between Shemuel, the prophet, who came from Haramah, and look at the difference between me, Yehuda ben Gamliel. That she says, because Shemuel and Navi was able to bring rain in the summer. It says, like the Pasuk says, Hello, Kitsir Hitimayom. Shemuel told the people, Today it's the time of the reaping of the, uh, of the wheat. And what? It rained. And therefore, he comes along and says, Look at the difference between the olden days. Shemuel and Avi was able to bring rain in the summer. And here I'm praying, and I can't even bring rain in the proper time. Oy lo ladur shechen nitka. Woe to the generation. That has become stuck with such leadership. Woe to the generation that has come in their time such a thing. Which means he was saying it in humility. Look at me, I'm the chief rabbi of Am Yisrael, and I'm praying, and the rain doesn't come. Look at the difference in the tzaddikim of the, the previous generation, like Shemuel al that was able to bring the rain. So he got depressed. Rabbi Yudah got all upset. And what happened as a result? Why? 
once a Kadosh Baruch Hu saw that he was all upset, then God answered him, and the rain came. Debe gazar ta'anita. The house of the president, Debe Nisi'ah, that was the government that was running Claudius Phil at the time, they declared a fast. But they did not tell the two rabbis of Yohanan and Shlakish about the fast. So in the morning, they informed them about the fast. Listen, we can't fast. We didn't accept it upon ourselves from the day before. Because in order to make a ta'anit, you have to accept the fast the day before. You're not allowed to uh, just fast like that. You have to have a kabbalah from before. So therefore, the shtakish says to Hanan, we can't fast, we didn't accept it. Amar anan batrayu garirinan garinan. We are drawn after the benisya, which means whenever the house of the president makes a ta'anit, everybody is drawn after them, even if you didn't accept it from before. They accept it for everybody. But therefore, we still have to fast. Everybody is bound by the decrees of the Benisiah comes the Gemara tells another story. The Benisiah gazar ta'anita velo atamitra. The Benisiah they made a ta'anit, but what? The rain did not come. Ta'alehu Oshaya zira demin hadraya. So there was a rabbi Oshaya zira demin hadraya. They called him. Now she says Sa'ir shibi yeshiva. He was the youngest rabbis in the yeshiva. The high dekarli hakim shum de Oshaya aharin havatam. There was two. Rabbi Oshayaz. So they called him Oshayaz Zaira. Oshayaz, the young one. He was from the Minhabraya, from the rabbis of the Bet Midrash. He was a very takif rabbi. He was very sharp. So what does it say? He quoted the Pasuk. The Pasuk over here talks about if the leaders of Klai Yisrael make a sin. So he says, Mashal Kala Shehi Bebet Aviha. It's a Mashal to a bride, a girl, that's in her father's house. So long as her eyes are pretty, they look healthy, and kol gufa bedika. You don't have to check the rest of her body. Which means you look at her eyes. If her eyes look good, then you know she's healthy. The rest of her body, meaning when she wants to get married, you don't have to check her out. The eyes are an indication to the whole body. However, if the eyes are crooked, if the eyes are not good, if there's something wrong with them, kol gufa then the entire body needs to be checked. Look at Rashi. What was he trying to say? Since the house of the president, these are the eyes of the people. They are the Sha'im. So comes the rabbi and he made a strong statement. He said, You know why the rabbis are not being, the, the Benisiyah is not being answered? Because they're the eyes of the people. When the eyes of the people, when the leaders of the people are crooked, when they're not good, I don't have to check anymore. That means everybody's corrupt over here. And if he was giving a strong Musar, uh, against the Ben He was really telling them that the reason why they're not getting answered, it's their fault. Because the eyes of the people, they're, uh, they're the Sha'im. They're not good. We don't have to check their ways already. That's why God's not answering them. Oh, so they got offended. They got offended. Atu, Avdeh, so the servants of the Ben went, Veramu les sudra They took his sudar. Sudar is the handkerchief that they wear on their heads, and they tried to choke him on his neck. 
they took it, they wanted to strangle him around his neck. They were giving the rabbi a lot of problems. Amru So the townspeople who knew this rabbi, they told him, Shafke, leave him alone. Why? But you know what? He, he gives us trouble also, meaning, don't think he only gives you a hard time. He gives us a hard time as well. However, But we know he's Lashem Shamayim, whatever he's doing. Therefore, we don't tell him anything. We let him give us Musar, we let him rebuke us, and we leave him alone. Therefore, you also leave him alone. Comes the Gemara and continues, Rabbi Gazar Ta'anita. Rabbi Gazar Ta'anita. Rabbi declared a fest. Velo Mitra. And the rain did not come. Nahit Kame Ilfa. He came in front of Ilfa. And some say they went in front of Rabbi Ilfa. Amar Mashiva Ruah. The rabbi to be ilfa or ilfe, he just said the words mashiva ruach, venasha zika. Also the wind came. Morida geshem, mitra. He said the words morida geshem, bingo, the rain came down. So the rabbi, uh, the, bee, the, um, the rabbi was very impressed. The bee was very impressed. And he just says mashiva ruach, the geshem, and the beracha came. So he tells him, my uvdach. What's your deeds? What do you do? I live in a very poor village. And they don't have wine for Kiddush and Havdalah. So my job is, I inconvenience myself and trouble myself to get wine for the village so they can have wine for Kiddush and Avdalah. And I fulfill their obligation. So you see in the Zikhut that he did this chesed, that he supplied wine for the people of the village, but Allah blessed him by saying, by answering his tefillot. Rav atra. Rav came to a certain place, Gazar Ta'anita Velo Atamitra. He declared a fast, but it didn't rain. Nahid Kamashili had the Sibura, so he went in front of the Shaliyah Sibur. Amar Mashiva Ruwa. He just said the word Mashiva Ruwa, then Ashab Zika, the wind came. Amar Murida Geshem, Batamitra. He said the words Murida Geshem and the rain came. Amar le. So the rabbi tells him, Rav tells the Shaliyah Sibur, My Uvdah, what do you do? Amar le Mikred Dardeke Ana. I'm a school teacher. I teach the children. I don't don't discriminate. I teach the poor children like I teach the rich children. I don't uh, discriminate between the students. Whoever cannot afford to pay me, I don't take any payment. I have a little pond with fish. That fish is swimming in the pond. Any student that doesn't want to learn, so I bribe him. I bribe him. I say, if you learn good, I'll let you go to the pond and you could uh, take one of the fish. And they could set it up, they can put it in order. And I appease the student, which means I have a method to get the students to come learn. When they don't learn, I, I bribe them with the fish to go take a fish, whatever it is. And therefore, because of that zikhut, God answers the filot. Rav Nachman declared a fast. 
Ba'al Hameh, he prayed to Kadosh Baruch Hu, Velo Atem Mitra. And the rains did not come. Amar shaklu lenachman havuto min So he said about himself, they took Nachman, they took him from the ceiling, habutu, they threw him down from the ceiling to the ground. Which means with all my tefillot and all my efforts, they didn't answer me. It's like they took me and threw me on the floor. Halaj So he got depressed, he got upset. Once Hashem, Akadosh Baruch Hu, that I was upset, then the rain came. So you see over here, that when Borei Olam sees the Sadiqim in pain, in agony, then already he answers them. Gebrat has another story. Rabbah. Gazar ta'anita, he declared a fest. But he prayed to Kadosh Baruch Hu, but the rain did not come. So they told him, they told Rabbah, so, when the Yehuda used to declare a fast day, the rain would come. Amar lehu, ma'ibid. What should I tell you? What am I going to do? Imishum tinuye. If you're going to tell me that in the years of the Yehuda, they learned more than us. That's why they have the zikhut. It's not so. Anan adifnan minayu. We're better than them in the learning. The bishneh the Rabbi Yehuda, because in the years of the Yehuda, kol tinuye benizikinava. They would only study Sedan Nizikim. They would only study one of the orders of the Mishnayot. We study all Shisha Sidra Mishnah. So it's not that they learn better than us. We have more Yeshivot, we're learning much better. When the Yehuda used to get to the Mishnah in Masechet Oksin, what does it say over there? Ha'isha Shekoveshet Yarak Bekedera. You have a lady, let's say, she's taking a vegetable, and she's pressing the vegetable in order to get the juices out. The Amrilan, some say, Zetim Shekavshan Betarfehen. Olives that are being pressed, Betarfehen, that's what the leaves that are on top of the olives. Those leaves, like the stem that they used to hold, the olive. So the Gemara says, what's the deen over there? Tehorin. Now what are we talking about over here? Halakha says like this, food is able to be mekabel tum'ah. Right, if it touches food, uh, touches something that's tameh, the food becomes tameh. The hadush is that anything that serves the food can become tameh as well and make the food tameh. For example, if the food has a stem, now you pick up the food by that stem, you hold it so it serves the fruit or the food. Therefore, if that stem becomes tameh, the fruit itself becomes tameh as well. But that's only when if the stem can work. But let's say the stem is all broken, that if you pick it up, it's going to fall off. So then already it's not considered connected to the fruit so, or the, the food. So therefore the deen is like this. If let's say you took a uh, food and you crushed it, right, to get its fruit out. Now the stem is all crushed. Now it's all uh, destroyed. So therefore the deen is that that, uh, that uh, stem over there is tahor. Let's read Rashi. Rashi says... By the handles or the uh, stems of the 
vegetables. The kaimalan kol yadot ha'ochlim, all the yadot, the handles or the stems of the food, inagat tum'ah bahem, if the tum'ah touches the stem, nitma'ah gama ochen, hatsarik liyadot, which means the food that's being served by the yad also becomes tameh. The yad makhnis umotzi kedamin ma'or varotev. Mikol ha'ochen, we have the pasuk, it says mikol ha'ochen, not only the food, but kol ha'ochen, lerabot ha'yadot, even the handles. Veketari hatam, it says over there, isha shi koveshet yarak, the yadot shedahem teorim. In that case over there, when she's pressing the vegetables, the yadot are tahor. Why? Dikshi otseret otam, when she's pressing the vegetables, hayadot mishtaberot, they break. Veyevshali tola yirakot miyadot shilahen. You're not able to use the yadot to pick up the vegetables. They're not functional anymore. Why? Shinishmat vinimsaka okel meneyad mahmat kibisha. Because when you lift up the stem, it just falls in your hand. Because you crushed the vegetable already. So therefore, in that case over there, the yadot are tahor. Look at the next verse. Kovesh it. Otsir it. Right? When you're crushing it, you're pressing it. Shiyetseh hamashkesh shilahen. Veyevshor derech isha bekach. That's the... The ways of the ladies, they do that. Which means, they press the vegetable to get all the juice out, in order that the vegetable will now be protected. Because otherwise it spoils. But when they take all the juice out, it stays dry and remains intact. In any event, what do we have to do with this Mishnah over here? So the Gebara says, when they got to this Mishnah, the years of the Yehuda, I'm reading on the second line. Ha'ishas kovesh shalak bekedera. Ve'ami lazitim shikav shem betarfein tehorin. Amar Rabbi Yehuda said, Havayot erav u'shmuel kahazena hacha. Which means they said, this Mishnah is so difficult. This is so hard over here. It's as difficult over here as the hard subjects of Rab and Shmuel. Which is they couldn't understand the Mishnah and Uksin. They said this is as difficult as the questions and the dialogues of Rav and Shemuel. But in our generation, we have 13 yeshivas that are studying Masechet Uksin. So what Rabbi was trying to say was, he doesn't know why we're not getting answered. If you want to tell me that they learned better in the olden generation of Yudah's time, it's not so. First of all, we learned all the Shishas in They only learned the Zikin. Second of all, when they got to Mishnah Masechet Uksin, they were struggling to understand it. And we have Baruch Hashem, 13 yeshivas that are studying it. However, what's the difference? The ilu Rav Yehuda, ki abash shalif had misana. Rav Yehuda, on a fast, they all he had to do was take off one of his shoes. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw that the rabbi is in pain, just by taking off one of his shoes, atemitra. Right away, the rabbi was inconvenienced slightly, the rain came. Ve'anan kasafhina and kudai yoma. We're crying out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu the whole day. Ve'reka de'ashkahban. And the, 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 God's not listening to us. Maybe you'll say because we don't have good deeds. Maybe it's because our deeds are not good. So the rabbi said, If anybody knows anything that's wrong with the generation or, or wrong with us, Lema. Let them say it. What are we going to do? What are we going to do the great rabbis of the generation? The rabbi Rabbah concluded and said, it's the generation. Must be that the generation is not on the high level. In the Buddha's time, they had the generation that was on a high level. But what are we going to do? Our generation is not on a high level, and therefore, it's possible... 
that that's why we're not getting answered. Comes the Gemara and says, Rav Yehuda Chaza Hanehu Betere. Rav Yehuda, he saw two people, Davu Kaparze Berifta. They were throwing bread to each other, which means they were mistreating the bread. They weren't treating the bread with the proper respect. They were throwing the bread. Must be they have so much food over here in the world that they're being mizalzel. So he put his eyes of you on them. And all of a sudden, a famine broke out. So they tell Amru that banan that Afkana bere. So they went to the Shamosh of Rabbi Yehuda. His Shamosh was Rav Kahana Bered Rav Nehunya. He was uh, close to Rabbi Yehuda. So they told the Shamosh of Rabbi Yehuda, he just made a famine now for the people. So says, please, we need the rabbi to take away the famine. So what did he do? They tell the Shamosh, they tell the Shamosh the following, Cause the rabbi to walk in front of the opening of the marketplace. Why? Because they want him to see how bad the people are suffering that there's no food. Maybe he'll have mercy on the generation and he'll bring back the uh, the food. Asya. So they caused them. The Shamosh made it that the rabbi should walk by the marketplace. Venafak leshuka. And he went to the market. Hazak enufia. He saw a group of people. Amalu mayhai. What are all these people gathering? Amrule akuspad tamre kaime. They're standing to buy a basket of dates. They is the ban, which means they're all huddling around just to get a little uh, a little basket of dates. Amar He said, Wow, must be there's a famine in the world. So he told his servant, Rabbi Yudah tells his Shamosh, Shalof li misanai, take off one of my shoes. Meaning he's going to be Avelut. He's going to take off one of his shoes to show that he's Betsar. Shalaf le had misanai, took off one of his shoes, Ve'atamitra. And sure enough, the rain came. Kimata le mishlaf aharina. Now he wanted to take off the second shoe. Ata Eliyahu. Eliyahu and Avi came. The Amar le Eliyahu and Avi came and told the Rabbi Amar Hakadosh Baruch Hu Hakadosh Baruch Hu said Ishalaf Aharina Maharavna LeAlma I'm going to destroy the world. What's the explanation over here? Why they going to destroy the world if he takes off another shoe? So already Rabbi Yehuda he inconvenienced Hakadosh Baruch Hu twice. First he brought a famine, right. and now he brings back the food. So now he says, if you're going to take off another uh, shoe, so now already you want more rain, that's already inconveniencing God a third time. So now he said, enough. It's already you brought a famine, now you brought the rain, die. Don't do any more, um, any more uh, inconveniencing of a Kadosh Baruch Hu. The Gaon Ya'bets explains that he told him if you're going to take off your shoe, you're going to get cold. And you're going to die as a result of that. Because the Yehuda was uh, very finicky. And therefore, he told him, I don't want you to take off your shoe because I don't want the world to be destroyed because he was considered the world himself, the Yehuda. Wow. So that's a different interpretation. In any event, you see how the Yehuda was able to bring the famine and bring the, uh, the Sabah as well. Gemara continues, Amar Rav Mori Berede Bachimuel. Rav Mori Berede Bachimuel, the son of the daughter of Shimuel. And he was Shimuel's grandson. 
He said, He says, I was by the banks of Nehar Papa. And he's continuing the story over here. I saw the angels that were standing at this Nehar Papeh. They came in the image of sailors. They took sand from the beach or from the ocean. And they took the sand and they put it on boats. And the sand miraculously turned into smid flour, which is the very fine flour. So everybody came to buy the flour. So the rabbi said, From this... Do not buy from this flower. Because again, this is miracle. And therefore you're not supposed to benefit from miracle. Because they take away from your zikhuyot. The next day, The next day, uh, boats of wheat came. The farzina. And they came and from a place called Farzina. And therefore was able to give them what to eat. So you see over here that the Gemara tells the end of the story how the famine ended in the Biudah's time. Which means not only did he pray by taking off his shoe and the famine was finished, but the Gemara says, Boreola made a tremendous miracle. He says, I was there, I was by the uh, the port, and I saw the Malachia Sharet, they looked like sailors, filling up the boats with sand, and the sand turned into solid, and everybody was coming to buy, however the Yehuda he warned them, he says don't buy from this over here, because like we said this is Ma'aseh Nisim which means, now that it rained, the, the wheat will come in the normal way, you don't have to benefit from the uh, from the miracles the more you can keep away from Ma'aseh Nisim the better, and sure enough the next day boats of wheat came from a place called Farzina, and they were able to benefit from it Comes the Gemara and tells another story. Rabba Ikla Lehagronya. Rabba came to a place called Hagronya. Gazor Ta'anita. He made a fast. Velo Ata Mitra. And the rain did not come. Amar Lehu. So he told them, Bitu Kule Alma Betanitaihu. I don't want anybody to break their fast. I want you to continue fasting the whole night. So they fasted the whole day. Bitu, he says, sleep with your fast. The next day, Rabbah tells the people, Anybody have a dream last night? Tell me who had a dream last night. Rabbi Azar from the city called Agronia, he says, to me, they came into a dream, and they said, Shalom Tab, meaning Shalom Tov, peace be unto you. Lerav Tav, to a good rabbi. Mirbon Tav, to the good master, that from his goodness, he gives goodness to his nation. So the rabbi said, from here we can learn, must be God now is in a time of mercy. Let's pray, so and God will answer us. And sure enough, they prayed, and sure enough, the rain came. There was a certain fellow that 
that was Hayav Malkut. He was Hayav Lashes in the Bed Deen of Rava. Why? Mishum de Baal Kutit. Because he had relations with the Goya. So therefore they had to give him whippings. Nakdeh Rabah, Rabah gave him Malkut Umit. And the guy died. Now Shvor Malka was the king. He heard that Rabah went and he hit and he killed one of the people. So he wanted to give Rabah Tsar. He wanted to punish Rabah. The mother of the king, her name was Ifrahurmiz. She was the mother of Shvor Malka. So she tells her son, Do not start up with the Jewish people. Because whatever they ask from their God, God answers them. And therefore don't start up with the Jewish people. What are you talking about? Whatever they ask, they get. She says, for example, they pray to God for rain, and the rain comes. So the king, he didn't believe it. He says, So of course, you know why the rain comes? Because they pray for rain during the rainy season. So of course it's going to rain. You want to impress me? Let them pray for rain now in the summer in Tikufat Tammuz. Let's see if the rain comes. So the mother of the king sends to the rabbi, Rava. Pray. Ask God for mercy. So the rain will come. So what happened? The rabbi prayed. The rain didn't come down. So Rabbi says, We heard about, in our ears, we heard about your wonders. Our fathers told us stories. Of all the great things you did, the miracles. But we never saw these miracles. We want to see the miracles. We don't only want to hear about stories. We want to see the miracles ourselves. All of a sudden, the rain came down. So much rain that all the gutters that were on the roofs of uh, the city and, and over there came down in Sipori and they went to the Diglat. They went to the to the river. Which means Allah made a miracle that it rained even in the summer in the Zechut of the Rabbi. And it went all the way down to the river called the Hidekel River. That's the Tigris River. Ata Abu. So the father of Ravah came to him. He came to Rava in a dream. What are you, you're inconveniencing a Kadosh Baruch Hu so much? What did, what did you need to do this uh, miracle for? What are, you, what are you doing? So his father told him, you better change your place. Do not sleep in the same place where you slept last night. The father tells him in a dream, you're in danger now. The Mazikim are coming after you. You better move your place. 
so he moved his place. And the next day he slept somewhere else. He went back to his bed. He saw his bed all had knife stabs in it. Which means the mazikim came in order to kill him. Now she says, His father told don't sleep in your bed tonight. The Shedim wanted to kill him. They ripped up his bed. And therefore, you see, the rabbi was uh, saved. <laughs> the Gemara says in Hulin, as that she says, which means the Gemara says that Ava was excommunicated. He was Nazuf. Where do you see that he was Nazuf? He was excommunicated. As she says, in this story, the Gemara says that really he asked for rain in the wrong time, which means he shouldn't have asked for this miracle. It wasn't necessary, just to prove to the king. It wasn't necessary. So therefore, the Gemara in Hulin says, Ava was considered Nazuf. Even though we don't see anyway he was Nazuf, but from this Ma'aseh we see it. Gemara continues, Rapapa Gazar Ta'anita. Rapapa decreed a fast. Velo atamitra. The rain did not come. Halash libe. He got, he got weak. He was fasting, he was weak. Saraf pinka did daisa. So he took a spoonful of daisa. Daisa is like farina, a porridge. Right. And he ate it. No, daisa is like uh, oatmeal. He ate it. He was hungry. After he ate it, what happened? After he ate a little, after the fast, then he prayed to God. And the rain did not come. Amar there of Nahman, bar ushpazte. Rav Nahman was the one that was hosting him. That was his ushpiza. That was his host. That's where the, where the rabbi, uh, Rav Papa, was staying. So he tells him, Isharif mor pinke ahariti de daisa atemetra. Maybe if you eat another spoonful of daisa, the rain will come. Which he was telling him, he was embarrassing him. He said, What are you doing? You eat, you eat some food, then you pray to God. You should have prayed first, then eat. What do you think? Maybe eat another spoonful of daisa. Maybe then God will answer you. Jesus was telling him, you did it backwards. You should have prayed first, then break your fast. What do you broke your fast on, 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 on the daisa? Then you pray. Maybe eat another spoonful of it, and you'll get answered. So the rabbi got embarrassed. Ixif. He got embarrassed of Papa. The halaj he got upset, he got depressed. The atamitra, and sure enough, the rain came. Hakamim tell us that the man did this on purpose. He knew that he wanted to embarrass him, and he knew the rabbi is not going to answer. He knew the rabbi will accept it. And in the zikhut that he'll accept his embarrassment without answering, Olam will bring the rain in the zikhut. So it was a setup, and he passed the test. Comes the Gemaran says, of Hanina ben Dosa. He was walking on the road. What happened? It started to rain. So he says in front of the The whole world is happy because they're all at home. They enjoy the rain. I'm suffering because I'm traveling. I can't travel in the rain. So the rain stopped. When he got home, Everybody else is suffering because all those people they have fields. They need the rain. Now I'm I'm good, which is not fair. Hanina didn't have any fields. He was poor. He says, All right, I'm home now. I'm comfortable. But the whole world should be besar now. Well, they need the rain. Sure enough, the rains came. Amar of Yosef. So Rav Yosef says. 
מהי אהניה לצלותה דכהן גדול לגבי רב חנינא בן דוסא. Even the prayer of the כהן גדול on יום כיפור is not effective in front of רב חנינא בן דוסא. Because we're going to learn now that the כהן גדול on יום כיפור would pray that God should not answer the tefillot of the travelers when they pray that the rain should stop. Because the traveler doesn't want rain because he wants to travel. So the Kohen Gadol would pray, don't answer those tefillot. Why? Because we need the rain. So the Gemara says, The prayer of the Kohen Gadol didn't affect the Kohen Because he was on the road and he prayed for the rain to stop and it stopped. Because we have a Mishnah. The Kohen Gadol would pray a small tefillah in the outer chamber when he came out of the Kodesh Kodashim. What was the tefillah? Ravin bar Adav, Rabba bar Adad, Ami Tarvayu Meshumed Rav Yehuda, Hiratzom Lefanecha, Hashem Elokenu, Shetehe Hashana Hazu, Geshuma Ushkuna. It should be a rainy year and a sunny year. Dry. So the Gemara says, Shehuna Me'aliyatai. What do you mean? Is a sunny, dry year good? Why would the Kohen Gadol pray for a sunny year? Adraba, Giri'utai. When it's sunny and dry, it's not beneficial. Ela, read it like this. Im Shehuna if it's going to be a sunny and dry year, then please God, bring, bring the rains, which means make sure that there's hydration, make sure that there's water, in, if it's a sunny year, because we're going to need extra water. And please do not accept the tefillot of the travelers. So you see, even the tefillot of the Kohen Gadol didn't affect them. Rabbi Haf concludes this blessing of the Kohen Gadol. Lo avid shultan That the leadership, the Malchut, should not leave Malchut Yehuda, the family of Yehuda, which means give protection and atzlacha to the uh, dynasty of David Melech and all the descendants of Malchut Yehuda. Ve'al yehu amecha Yisrael sirichin etpanes and what? Your nation should have enough panasa that they do not have to borrow money from each other, nor do they have to borrow from another nation. Baruch Amen.